0: Welcome to today's podcast. Hello, Lucy, and thank you for agreeing to be part of the National Home Improvement Council's celebration of women across construction as part of International Women's Day 2022. Through this podcast, the NHIC hopes to elevate the visibility of women and the role they play in creating a vibrant and thriving construction sector. Let's imagine a gender equal world. A world free of bias, stereotypes, and discrimination. A world that's diverse, equitable, and inclusive. A world where difference is valued and celebrated. Together, we can forge women's equality. Collectively, we can all break the bias. I'm your host for today's podcast, Anna Scothan, Chief Executive of the NHIC, and I'm excited to be talking with Lucy Howard today, Director at Turner and Townsend. Lucy, welcome.
1: Thanks, Anna. Really delighted to be here.
0: Oh, thank you for joining us today. Um, and I know that you're currently Director at Turner and Townsend, who for over 75 years have been helping deliver transformational programmes across the real estate infrastructure and natural resources sector, really making a difference to people's lives. How did your career bring you to this point?
1: Brilliant. Thanks, Anna. So I think um, I started out as maybe a uh, having a systems brain, you know, from a very early age, uh, not particularly an empathetic brains or not particularly adhering to any kind of, you know, stereotypes, but um, more kind of concentrating on uh, the parts in a system rather than the people. Um, So maybe I would describe myself as a bit of a a poor, bright, brave kid that, um, you know, decided engineering was for me uh, based on, uh, some family connections uh, both my grandfathers were in the engineering trade one in the shipyards uh, one as a technician uh, in a local college um, and through you know just engaging with them over things like um, you know grandpa how does a toilet system work and things like that you know just uh, express the keenness to get into, uh, Fantastic. into engineering yeah and um, and I suppose that was picked up um, through uh, some teachers at a, a school that I was really blessed to kind of get into uh, under an assisted place. And they said, you know, maybe engineering's for you, go on a few courses. I think it was the Head Start courses in those days. And uh, and I went off to explore at Swansea University for a week, uh, the engineering behind the thrust uh, supersonic car, um, which was probably the first time that I looked around and thought, hmm there's not that many girls here yeah. <laughs>
0: um
1: but at that point something that kind of sticks out for me is i was aware of it being predominantly male but not male dominated so very much among peers you know let's get engaged with this topic and uh, really enjoyed it so i kept on going i studied civil engineering at imperial in london uh, where I was surrounded by kind of fellow uh, geeks wall to wall in that environment. So science, technology, engineering, medicine. And uh, and then I took a, a sponsorship from Taylor Woodrow. I started out as a site engineer in London on rail infrastructure projects, worked my way up to being a, a project manager, a senior project manager. I got into uh, work winning as well as a lot of the environments on site, and uh, and then I thought, okay, I've explored kind of that side of our industry, and now I want to do something a bit different after ten years, and uh, and that's when I moved across in the consultancy.
0: Yeah, fantastic, so, and it's it's interesting that point um, that you make about yes, there's lots of men in it, but it doesn't feel like it's a male dominated it's quite surprising that isn't it that you can be working entirely you can be the only woman in the room but it it doesn't feel um sort of overly macho in that sort of traditional sense
1: yeah and I mean just in that early phase of my career you know I worked in environments like that King's Cross project where uh, I was a young engineer I was entering kind of competitions for you know engineer of the year and I remember I had a a crowd of kind of sight form and steel fixers, scaffolders um, that I asked to be an audience for me because I had to practice a speech, you know. So you could say I was in a male-dominated environment, but actually I had this audience of people that were all, you know, absolutely kind of, come on Lucy, you're going to smash this, you know, propelling me forward, you know. So I think that's where, you know, when I hear that, That male dominated bit. I kind of think oh, because I think sometimes you can be in a culture where, uh, when you have any collection of people, there is a a dominant effect. But sometimes you can have it where you know you've got a majority, but the majority is very much looking after uh, you know everybody as an equal in that space.
0: Absolutely, and I I have to say that's been my experience as well. That that yes, you might be the only woman in the room, but actually the or on site as you say when I was in the cement and concrete sector but everybody on that site or in that room or in that training environment is is willing you to do well and and if you can do the job you're supported.
1: Absolutely absolutely and I mean it's important to remember you know at that point when I'm describing kind of being the, the only woman in the room that was when I graduated in 2003 and I do see that that has shifted significantly. You know, if I look at the early careers intakes that we have now, you know, there are, or even uh, going out to universities and engaging with people, you know, the, the stats have, have shifted significantly. So it's nice that, you know, that experience, you know, is, uh, is different for people coming through now. I think because of, you know, activities like this, where you're getting the voice of women out there, and so we're just getting that natural attraction of, um, you know, a higher percentage of women com- coming through those cohorts. So that's really good progress. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and do you think that um, global campaigns like International Women's Day, do you think they're important? Are they needed? I do.
1: Yes. And I've had this question before around, um, around International Women's Day, around, uh, I'm a big supporter of um there's a set of events around women in construction and engineering and a set of awards you know and uh and a couple of other things that i do uh support for uh, there's events like women in transport and i've got the perspective that we've got to clearly remember that women are not a minority and that you know if it's the representation that isn't quite there yet Um, and they you know i'm heading for trying to get you know equal representation into any environment Um, so i think these initiatives are necessary to broaden people's um, understanding of the uh of the engineering community and the construction community because otherwise you are reliant on that connection that I had maybe with you know both of my grandfathers or having a friend of the family in the career you know and um and we really want to make sure that uh, anybody has that understanding of what exciting careers there are in the sector so that they can think okay well that's something that could be for me you know and if they weighed up against everything else that's out there and decide you know it is or it isn't for them they're brilliant because they've made an informed decision so i i do think there is a counter argument where some people think um you know they're they're nervous around kind of the positive discrimination um overtones of it you know and uh and i just think it's it's a cause for celebration it's a cause for reflection you know and to think right are we making the shift that we want to in the positive direction you know but at the end of the day uh, that's not going to take away from people getting uh, getting ahead and so- sitting on their own merits anywhere
0: yeah absolutely I completely agree um how can we maximize these types of global campaigns across the construction sector in the UK
1: i like to see when we reach out across a potential kind of seg- segmentation of our industry you know which is why i was delighted when i got your invitation and i thought yeah because hey.
0: you and i are from different complete we're both construction yeah i'm retrofit of housing and, yep. and you're you're the big sexy stuff
1: never been described quite like that Anna. but i will take that (laughs) so um so i mean you know your initial reaction can be you know oh national home improvement council right well we're doing things in retrofit i'm sure i can connect you with a colleague you know that could speak to that but actually that's not what you you know what this is all about it's about talking to people that don't work in the same environment yeah so i think any time when um When you can connect different people together just so you get that opportunity to think oh that's a different perspective on things and I've followed that kind of throughout my career Um, in the early days I was involved in um, G4C which was an offshoot of uh, Constructing Excellence because you know I'm passionate about civil engineering but I didn't just want to talk to civil engineers so how do you talk to kind of the uh, you know the uh, younger groups from across the other institutions you know and I think anywhere where you get that reaching out beyond your immediate connections you get increase in pace on uh, on initiatives like this
0: yeah and G4C is the generation for collaboration isn't it so it was yeah. all about the um I was always a bit gutted I was always too old <laughs> when G4C started I was like they were only one under 30 and I was like oh okay Right. So I, I, you sort of you you end up in that middle band of being too young for the for the older things and too old for the younger things. But it was a great initiative. And I think I think you you, you raise a really great point, actually, that because it's really easy to think that construction is either building bridges, building the Channel Tunnel yeah, uh, or HS2, those kind of projects, or that it's laying one brick on another and building it being in the building trade that that sort of a lot of people see day to day as they're walking about their own communities um and and construction can seem i think as well very site-based yeah and actually there's a it's probably the 2080 well there's probably 20 percent that's actually on site um actually I've, I've never looked into it properly but that'd be a quite be quite an interesting study but There's so many different types of careers that you can have in construction that are completely different to each other. It it really is such a vast discipline.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, not probably, you know, I covered the first half of my career when I would have spent every day, there would have been an element of being head to toe in orange and a hard hat and boots and being out on site, you know, whether it was uh, because I was an engineer doing the setting out or because... I was in control of the, you know, the whole site boundary, and therefore, you know, you really wanted to be in touch with progress and what kind of issues that people were, you know, in my team were were coming across. So, even within my own career, I think I reflected at one point that, okay, well, some of the challenges that I'm encountering as a, a, a site, you know, a person, um, if I could get a little bit further back in the process. And get involved with the clients a bit earlier then I could explain how some of the decisions that made at that point you know what the effects are on site conditions later on Mm -hmm. so the second half of my career um, has been completely completely different um, in you know predominantly an office environment which I, I never saw myself um but getting involved in uh in all sorts of things you know from looking at the challenges that are affecting uh different sectors within infrastructure uh, major programs in their totality um you know getting involved in the operations of a you know a successful business mm-hmm. um and you know and getting up to to board level you know on on that footing um so it's been really interesting for me to say these kind of two completely uh you know, different experiences in the industry. And I think I've loved them both, you know, in equal measure and would recommend that people do, you know, move around because you take that different perspective that you've had from the first career and, you you know, it's value, a value to others, you know, in the second half. But the mm-hmm. other point that I picked up from uh, what you just said, Anna, was uh, this thinking about how there are, so many different, uh, you know, different situations within construction, and if you look at challenges like the transition to net zero, and I was on a discussion about that this morning, um, and the work that you know you described about retrofit, that is something that really has the opportunity to bring us all together, you know, in thinking about how do you make that shift from. The way that our energy system is set up now and how are we producing energy right through to, you know, what's your boiler in your house? You know, that really has an opportunity to bring us together in a way that I think would never have been uh, together before because the pace that we need to uh, hit that transition, you know.
0: I think you're absolutely right. And it also has the opportunity to bring the transport side in, because when you then start thinking about everybody using electric cars and the push towards electric cars, and that then requires battery storage in the home and how that impacts um, the energy use and storage within a home and and, and connecting back into the the grid infrastructure. I mean, I guess a little bit like like no other uh, stressor, zero carbon has the opportunity really to bring the whole sector together and i'd, I'd not thought of it in that way that's a really interesting perspective yeah
1: I'm, I'm enjoying um i'm enjoying the the civil engineering experience that i've had of looking at maybe a railway station and thinking of that as a kit of parts now does it all fit together and service the needs of the passengers so then thinking on a completely different scale How do our infrastructure systems need to change and evolve? You know, to reflect the needs of our, you know, UK population and beyond.
0: Yeah. Yeah, my brain's whizzing now, thinking, okay, we need to. Get some communal chats together. Absolutely. Um, this year's theme of International Women's Day, and, and we're celebrating across the whole month of March because there's too many amazing women to squeeze everybody into one day. Um, so and, and we'll carry it on actually past March, but we'll be doing a, a real big show of it in March. Um, it's all about breaking the bias. And whether deliberate or unconscious, bias can make it difficult for women to move ahead. And and it might even be make it difficult for women to see themselves in a certain career possibly are there places where you see bias more than others
1: i don't know whether it's places so much as within our own minds and within other people's minds um and sometimes sometimes if you're unfortunate and you get a couple of those minds together in the wrong you know wrong setup it can combine to have a biased effect on people but i think probably coming back to what i was saying about having a a brain rather than a tri- you know a traditionally identifiably female you know um, empathetic brain means that uh my approach has been uh if you go looking for evidence that people are biased against you, you you'll find it, you know, because it's possible. It's a perception thing. It's just, it's easy to see it whether it's there or or not for real. Um, And I think also uh, it means that when I've looked at myself and thought, uh, can I make that next step? Can I make that leap and push ahead? I've been able um, to, uh, not hold myself back in the way that i sometimes see people do um so i think that um if i if i was if i wasn't that brave element of right i'm just gonna take on the next big challenge and i'm just gonna keep on moving you know then um then i could potentially you know kind of sit there and think right well there is bias against me or there is you know maybe I'm being perceived like that but I think you know trying to build up that confidence in your own ability confidence in the people that you've got around you helps you overcome you know any kind of residual little niggles uh, that you might encounter Um, what's been your experience Anna on that
0: I'd say the same and and oftentimes if if you are um the only woman in the room it it can actually be beneficial um my experience all the way through which is why it is great to do things like this to 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 showcase this and to talk about it and raise awareness of it is if you can do your job um in construction it really doesn't matter that yeah. I, you know it, it it's um I genuinely have never experienced a what you'd call a sexist response or a sexist environment. Um, I think in some ways it's slightly traditional, um, and I'll say that possibly in a sense of they might there might be the traditional, um, you know, if a training course is happening or a new product's available and and it's wanted to get out to the masses, there there might be a. Let's have a breakfast meeting that starts at 7.30 with a, you know, a bacon roll or something. And that might be more challenging um, for women to get to because of other things that they have to do in their home. But realistically, so I think that's traditional, but realistically, I think more men nowadays are not wanting to go to 7.30, have a bacon roll type environment, events or stay late at night for drinks and pizza and not get home till 10 o'clock I think that there's I think that you know in the 21st century people don't want to be doing that with their work they do want more of a work-life balance Um, and so I think that there might be that little bit of sort of residual traditionalism in um, but I never I genuinely haven't experienced what you'd sort of I think consider sexism so I think mine's been very similar to you that and it's always just been I think I can do that job so I'll go and do it and then do it well and be invited to another one or go and try and do another one and and as you say it's um I guess we're very lucky in in that fact effect and part of the part of the enjoyment of of raising women's profiles or elevating them through the podcast is because I think really the bias is a perception rather than actually a reality and so by showcasing that there are really amazing women um, of all ages already working and doing great jobs and having great careers um, in the construction sector helps people realise oh actually maybe it's not as male dominated as we thought
1: yes and i think just predominantly male in some areas but moving in the right direction and i think there's if you look at international women's day is a really good opportunity to take a stop take on where we are so um, what you were talking about there about becoming more aware of there being more women um that are you know, active at those levels, you know, within the industry, you know, I think uh, with uh, with social media and, and other ways of communicating, it gives us the opportunity where you do have uh, maybe some businesses that because maybe they're in a niche or something like that, they're slightly behind on the curve of, you know, their population and their gender stats. I think it's fantastic that I see more and more Um, initiatives where uh, women in one sector getting together and then looking to connect with other sectors for inspiration about what can you do to, you know, get positive use out of these connections, encourage women, you know, what this uh, discussion today is all about, just encourage people, you know, that, yes, that is the path ahead. There are those opportunities, you know, and, and, and off we go.
0: Yes. So what advice would you give your younger self or what advice do you wish someone had told you when you were starting out? Right. So because of that
1: systemizing brain, I sometimes in my early career made um, an unhealthy kind of analysis of, well, this is Uh, this is how I'm doing compared to my peer group. And, you know, maybe I'm not getting that promotion at the time that I want it. And, you know, am I being held back and things like that? And um, and I think it's sometimes easy to uh, fixate on your own personal journey versus, you know, from a company-wide point of view, you know, there's lots of different dynamics there that you're not aware of. So I think it's concentrating on um, the quality of the learning experience that you're getting in the environment that you're in. Is this role stretching me? You know, am I surrounded by great people? Am I learning? You know, am I getting the skills that I need for where I want to be going to? You know, whereas I think that you know, particularly at that time, which was a you know, very different time from where we are now, it was a little bit too easy to kind of compare and think right okay why are why does it seem like all the boys are just getting there that bit quicker because you know maybe they I'm kind of five foot two and you know very slight build so my uh, presence on a construction site at that point you know I had to be a bit louder to get my my voice heard you know so there was this um, feeling like maybe my face didn't fit uh at times and that I wasn't getting the progression you know at the, at the time that uh that I wanted it and I think a little bit more patience um not to the extent where you know you you allow yourself to be held back but just where um I could have just done with tempering that youthful enthusiasm for you know taking on the next big challenge yeah
0: yeah, it's the uh, it's the challenge with em- employing racehorses, isn't it? They they want to race everywhere and and get there, and and sometimes you sort of it, you know I'm sort of halfway through. I'm twenty. Oh gosh, how many uh, twenty five years in and fifteen years left for me. And, and 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 similar to me, I think, you know, having some. Um, and I look at projects now, and I think I can see how that would have really frustrated me, and I'd have gone home, and I'd have been all anguished about it but actually it's just that it's just not quite the right time for the for the other other people that are the other deck chairs that are moving yes um and um and and as you say having that bit of patience but a a big part of that is is youthful um passion isn't it and it's about harnessing that passion
1: yes I wish I had the energy to be that passionate about about it now (laughs) I'm just trying to keep on you know doing everything that's required and keep on moving forward but yes
0: yeah brilliant brilliant um and finally at the end of um each episode this this podcast is usually all around the zero carbon uh, challenge and and we we usually talk to um people from across the home improvement sector and ask them how they can how listeners what advice would they give to listeners to get their home zero carbon ready but of course where Focusing on on um, International Women's Day and, and and breaking the bias, what simple things do you think everyone can do and and listeners in particular can do to support and encourage diversity and inclusion?
1: So, I think there's something about friendship and connection and the value of that at work, and I. Do think that a simple thing that we can do, you know, particularly as um, maybe if you're in like me, the more mature end of uh, of the age spectrum, is trying to come overcome some of our historic biases about kind of well the, you know, the girls will hang out with the girls and the you know and the guys will hang out with the guys and make sure that. You know we're actively working to forge more male-female uh, connections uh, with people, um, and I think you know that's that's something that um, I just perceive that there's there's still a little bit of you know very positive workplace relationships but then maybe a little bit of a stumbling block when it comes to, you know, hey, let's just go out and, you know, grab a bit of lunch or have a bit of a, you know, whatever it is, you know, go and do a watch a sporting event or something like that. So that we really understand each other as people with different perspectives, you know, within a a work environment. I think it's coming back to that point that you made about, um it's not particularly a gender biased thing, but it is maybe just a traditional thing. Um, so, you know, overcoming our biases about, uh, I've had it said to me before uh, in my past career, you know, oh, well, we were going to a boxing match and, you know, we, we just assumed that you wouldn't be interested, you know, whereas my grandpa, as well as being a technician, he was a boxer. So <laughs> I was brought up watching, you know, watching the boxing. So it is just continuing to forge those social connections that I think. Then, when it comes to challenges that you might have in a work environment, if you can understand the human as a whole a bit better, um, then you know you can work a bit more positively on on those problems together.
0: For sure, and and that's exactly it, isn't it? About that that bias that in somebody's mind, well, she won't like boxing because she's a woman, when in actual fact, you like you said you really love it and you've seen it and actually you would have enjoyed it whereas some men might think well I don't really want to go to boxing but I feel as though I've got to but it's just about not having um an unconscious bias of what people will and won't like and actually just asking yeah and just treating every human like a human and saying do you want to come to the boxing yes no yes no okay right we've got five yeah
1: it's a real curiosity for the individual Behind the package that they are you know presenting themselves in you know yeah. at any one time, so what does this individual in front of me yeah you know, like what do they enjoy and the more we understand that better about about each other as individuals then the, then the better yeah.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree. Well, thank you again, Lucy, for joining us as part of International Women's Day, a celebration of women across construction. And thank you also to our listeners for choosing to listen to us today. Be sure to follow us across social media, searching for at the NHIC and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Podbean for future episodes.